Right, boys, welcome back. Episode 7 of the Scratch Record Podcast. Welcome back, as always. Yeah, lovely to see you all again. I'll see you. To see you nice. <laughs> oh, that's embarrassing. <laughs> that's, a, that's a strong start. Um, yeah, welcome back, boys. It's a yeah. bit of a different episode today we've got going. We're set up in the new studio. The studio is here. Still needs a slight odd bits and bobs work-wise. We're still mm-hmm. sorting out, hanging some acoustic panels and all that jazz. Um, so, actually... But we're no, in it. We're sat in it. We're in. We're in, yeah. We're recording so no, in it. There's no video for it just yet, but we are here. We're getting there. We're nearly there. We're getting there. We're getting there. But this week is, as I said, very very different to our standard mm-hmm. standard episodes, isn't it, Joe? It is. Yeah, we wanted to take on something a little bit different and... Uh, just see how it goes, see how people respond to it, and that is we wanted to do some music, indie music conspiracy theories. So we've got one each that we've sort of delved into, and we've decided that we wanted to sort of basically outline, and then we'll have a bit of discussion about it, and then conclude as if we think it's bollocks, which is probably the case, but still. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> whether it's bollocks, whether there's some, you know, there's some little bits of truth to some of these conspiracy theories, so. Absolutely, absolutely. I might try and edit in some weird eerie music as we're talking about them, but... You won't. I probably won't. Cause <laughs> you'll cause know because you're listening to it. You definitely haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely haven't, yeah. Not no. quite. The, the studio isn't quite ready for all that extra editing. No, nah, no, nah, not yet. But well, if this was a video one, it would be edited much better. But there we much go. Much better, yeah. But that is coming, just to let you all know, for yeah. sure. For and we sure. wanted to say a big thank you quickly before we started for listening to our last podcast. Yes. Because it has performed much better than all of our others. It's had the most views so far. Yeah, absolutely. We've had some good feedback on it. So, And hopefully by now, this coming out, it will have hit 100 players, which is really big for us. Yeah, which is massive. Massive for us, especially that it's one of the ones that we've released now. And it's yeah. not being, it's not like people just clicking on to see what's going on. It's actually people listening all the way through. Mm. So massive thanks for that. And if you are new around here, let us know what you think. Follow us on Instagram. Leave a review leave a rating just so we can hear your opinions and what what you guys think because it's nice having new people that that we don't know personally getting mm. involved and stuff we're seeing quite a lot of good feedback from um people on twitter and instagram yeah. messaging us saying they've found new bands and actually artists as well enjoying the content yeah so thank you very much and uh i'll jump into it if you want i'll go first go on then what you got right okay so what i'll do is i'll i'll talk you through the conspiracy theory okay. briefly sort of thing so hold your questions. Yeah. And then we'll discuss afterwards. I'll see if I have some answers for you. Okay, go on. Okay. The my conspiracy theory is about Kurt Cobain's death. Okay. About so allegedly he committed suicide. The conspiracy theory is that it wasn't a suicide and it was in fact a murder. <laughs> okay. And I'm gonna like spell this out now. This is all allegedly, it's all stuff we've read online. Yeah. We're not claiming this to be true. We're just discussing almost the hypothetical of like what some people are arguing. Yeah. So he was found dead in his home in Seattle, aged 27, April 1994. Basically, a suicide was deemed the case. He was found with like a shotgun laid over his body, big bullet wound in his head. He was in like the greenhouse outside of his house. He'd suffered from chronic pain all of his life. He'd had depressive episodes. There was mental illness in his family, including two of his family members had committed suicide previously. Shit. Yeah, like all this sort of stuff. And he was found with a suicide note on his body as well. Okay. So obviously, being police investigation, you'd probably walk in and go, Yeah, he killed himself. Suicide, yeah. yeah. But this is not how some people have taken it. All right. Well, how how so, they spun it? They've spun it. I've got, there's like three different main people who've looked into it and have found some different things. So Richard Lee has looked into it. And he just cited some inconsistencies in the way that the police reported it. Okay. Um, so just some things about like, so, you know, when they look at like the ballistics of a shot, there was like the ballistics of the um, the police report for the shotgun, like changed like four times or something. So originally they said it had like gone through his mouth and they said it had gone in his head and they said it was like from far away, then close. They'd kept like changing it, which is very odd because yeah. it's pretty much like it is what it is. And there was things like, like there was a distinct, he got hold, apparently, of footage from a tree outside the window of the, like, crime scene after it happened. And apparently there was, like, no blood. Like, none. They found, like, absolutely no blood. Which is obviously incredibly strange. If he... 
well, blew his head out with a shotgun. shotgun. Not only is it, should there be blood, there should be a lot. no face now, left. Now, apparently, and I was reading, some doctors and stuff and some, like, um, what they called, like, uh, who look into it afterwards. Uh, post-mortem. That's it, yeah, like that sort of stuff. Had said that if it's through the mouth, there's potential to not be a lot of blood for some reason. I, I don't understand that, but apparently some professionals had said it's possible. So anyway, okay, take that as as you will, but there was a distinct lack of blood. Now, this was looked into further by Tom Grant, who's a private investigator who was actually like hired to look into this like, just afterwards. Yeah. He concluded it was homicide. So he basically concluded that it was murder due to a lot yeah. of things. Um, so he was, when they found Kirk Bain, he was found with a large amount of heroin in his system, such a high amount that if he'd have injected himself with that amount of heroin, it would have been impossible for him to then pull a trigger on a gun to kill himself. Like, he would have been completely incapacitated by that amount of heroin. Sure. But the heroin was not the cause of death. That was, like, being shot. But he could, like, apparently, he could not have physically have pulled the trigger after consuming that amount of heroin. Fuck. Uh, That's a lot of heroin. Yeah. Uh, then, so maybe people are saying that, like, he was attacked. was, like, almost, like forced heroin because they thought it would like look normal and then to like overdose him and essentially maybe like it didn't work or it wasn't working quick enough so they were like shoot him and make it look like a suicide potentially um the suicide note was also really strange because it had like it didn't sound like a suicide note until the last like four lines which were almost like after he'd signed it off it was like a note about like the music industry and about how like he still loved it and how he really loved his partner and some of this sort of stuff. And then it was like he like ended the note and then there's like another four lines. It's almost like a PS that's a bit like I'm gonna kill myself or like goodbye and I loved my uh, he loved his kid and that sort of stuff. Almost as if the note was real, but someone had added four lines to make it look like a suicide note. Which has been like a massive thing. This suicide note seems to be like the key to everything. Yeah. And there's been like handwriting experts that have looked at it, and most of them have basically said it's like inconclusive as to like whether it's his or not. Because it's like impossible, and apparently they can't get hold of the original, so like photocopies, and they're sort of saying that like there's only so much you can do with a photocopy and all that sort of stuff. And the original is like police protected, so it's obviously all like private investigations. Yeah. Because in terms of the actual like government investigation, it's just. It was suicide, suicide, that's it, it's tied up. A couple of other things, such as, like, uh, there was no fingerprints found anywhere, like, even on the gun. So, like, obviously, if he'd have shot shot himself, his fingerprints would be on the trigger, you'd expect, or in and around the gun, or there was none. Nothing. Which is incredibly odd, again. Very strange. Um, There's a bit of a motive that uh, this Tom Grant came up with, in regarding his spouse um his wife and apparently it'd come out that just before his death he'd gone to his lawyers and basically said i'm going to divorce my wife like, i need to get on my estate in order um and so the idea is, is that she was in on this to kill him before they got divorced so that she allegedly 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 this is <laughs> Not true, but <laughs> this is the conspiracy theory, right? This is what I'm saying this in Tom Grant's words okay, as yeah, a private yeah, investigator. Yeah. This is what he's concluded, okay. that there was a motive from the spouse because he had allegedly claimed that he was going to divorce her before he did, yeah. before he died. So there's all this sort of stuff. And then some more people have looked into it. This Nick Broomfield guy, apparently he had a guy called Eldon Eljuice Hoke claim that uh, Kirk Vane's wife had offered him $50,000 to kill him. Wow. Now, this is this is a bit of a madness as well, but just after this interview of Nick Broomfield, where this guy said that he'd been offered this money, that was the last time he was ever seen on camera because he then died because he was hit by a train. What, Nick Broomfield? No, the guy, the hokey guy who said that his wife had offered Whoa. him $50,000 Okay, that's a bit big. He said that. He was like, yeah, my, his wife offered me $50,000 to kill him. Uh, and that was it in an interview. And then I don't know how long it was, but it wasn't long. So he was never interviewed again or anything. He died because he was hit by a train. Whoa. That's <laughs> now, really strange. again, likelihood is weird coincidence, like whatever. Like, yeah. But I don't know, maybe something there. It's mm. just interesting that the first, the only guy that's actually had a breakthrough and has actually given evidence sort of to support this conspiracy dies instantly 
Yeah. Like, that shit. is a madness. That is, like, crazy. But being hit by a train as well. Yeah, like, I mean... Real strange. And, I mean, it's an easy little push, isn't it? Like, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, That's, yeah. like... Mm. But essentially, no one has ever gathered enough evidence to prove enough to, like, reopen a court case or to look into it properly or any of this sort of stuff. So I guess you, you do have to sort of accept the fact that, like... The likelihood is is that he killed himself. He's clearly a really, really, really troubled guy. Suffered yeah. from a lot of pain, a lot of mental illness, and all this sort of stuff. But all of these, those sorts of little things, for me, do build up a bit of a case of where, like... Yeah. I'm not sure he was murdered, it. but just whether there was a little bit more... More to Foul it. play involved in why he did it and the situation that he did it in and that. Yeah. See, that's like a proper... It seems like one of them conspiracy theories that are, like, proper serious. Like, there mm. is genuine some form of support for that like yeah. like that's not like play the track backwards and yeah yeah and it's there. not like he's a time traveler and all the, like this sort of stuff that like when we were looking at there's a lot of that of like jay-z being a time traveler because there's that picture of some bloke from the 20s that looks just like him yeah and i'm yeah, like yeah. it's sort of funny but like that is proper conspiracy theory this is a little bit like shit there's it's... a lot of stuff going on there that is just shady mm. it's just odd but like the weird thing is is that the only motive that you, people can find is from his wife I just can't believe that if you found no. out your husband was going to divorce you, that the first thing you'd do is think, I'm going to get him killed. Yeah. I can't wrap my head around that. So in which yeah, case, why would tough. anyone want to kill him? Do you know what I mean? Like, why? I mean, yeah. obviously it'd be something we don't know about, but like, why? I don't know. I just feel like the motive's not really there. But... Yeah. I think, I think there was a lot with him. Like, there is suicide is a fairly clear, like, it seems fairly clear because obviously... The man was known to do a lot of drugs. Mm. The man was known that he's like known that his family were, have been mentally in the past, and like he's had the sort of episodes and that. And it, it, get, I, I think that's one of them ones where like it does seem like suicide, but it is very, very dodgy. Mm. Like it's dodge. Like I can't, under, I can't, I can't see why he was doing it. Nirvana were in a very good place. Mm. You know, I can't see why. Or even if Nirvana weren't in a good place, he was—he seemed to be very successful in mm. his writing skills, his you know his actual performance and stuff. And there was a long way that he could go. Mm. Um, but it does not, sound he like he was so troubled. Like he'd yeah. been in rehab. He had an episode in Rome not long before it, where he'd taken like fifty pills, and Fuck. basically he said, and his wife said that like it wasn't a suicide attempt. And like he he'd like fifty pills. Well, this How? is the thing, right? So again, this is a this is a big thing like within it because it. I think a lot of them moved on to this like Rome incident because I think if you can prove that that was a suicide attempt, then that almost beats like it. It makes, it makes so it much sure. more sense yeah, yeah, that he yeah, quit yeah, suicide yeah. later. So they they were sort of trying to disprove that as a suicide attempt, and there was things saying that like because he was sort of a bit fucked up at the same time, he couldn't remember that he'd taken them, so he kept, like, taking more and more, because he kept, like, forgetting, forgetting that he'd taken them That's and stuff like so this. But I'm like, mm, 50? They apparently, like, took 50 pills out of them. Come on. 50 like, pills is so... Like, even if you're taking fucking paracetamol and trying to get a bit of a higher <laughs> paracetamol, yeah. like, that's a lot of an pills. an outrageous amount. Like, it just... To me, like, regardless of... Uh, Regardless of anything, the bloke clearly did have a lot of issues, like, mm. and did really, really suffer. And apparently this, like, chronic pain that he suffered. What it, was his chronic pain from? Do you it know? was, like, I think it was from, like, a bowel disease or something that was, like, oh, shit. undiagnosed. But it was, like, apparently it was horrible. Like, 100% of his life he was in so much pain. And it's, shit. like, one of those things that, like, even that is enough to, like, trigger someone to be, like, Oh my god! Like What's the point? <laughs> I can't deal with this anymore. Yeah, like yeah. this is horrible. It's like apparently the bloke literally was in so so much pain, and then mentally as well. Clearly, just had a lot of problems, which is I mean it's a tragedy because oh, the he man was, was so, talented. so talented, and Nirvana was such such a top band. Like I was just reading up on like a few of their stats and stuff for this, and it's like they've been enemy have stated them as like one of the greatest artists of all time. They've sold over seventy five million records. Like smells like Teen Spirit. It's like, Such a <laughs> like dream. that is one of the most recognisable, one of the most iconic, like one of the biggest songs. Well, that the album cover alone is something that people you can yeah. picture from a mile away, and like yeah. the the smile face, the, yeah, that 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 face. If whoever wherever you see it, wherever you see, it, you know it's Nirvana. Yeah, 100%. and like that that band had such a movement at the period of time, and then few years later after it all kind of all like came out and like all of the albums and stuff came out he then tops himself the way that he did mm. like 
the brutal way to kill yourself is like like a fucking shotgun to the head. Shotgun to your head in your own house. That's huge. This, yeah. That's 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 no head left. That's not like you like obviously it's American, so like open casket funerals. Mm. Not a chance when you've shotgun your head off, is it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's a lot. I just think that's a. I, I, I see this one. This one gets me a little bit because I think I think there was some foul play more yeah. than that because I don't know. Obviously, he was very trouble, but I think it's a very similar foul play in a sense of whether it was he might have still pulled the trigger, mm. but the heroin that was found in his system might have got too much for him. Yeah, it's in the same way like when Mac Miller died. Mm. And he had all them laced. He had all them laced um, Zanny in him, or whatever he took. Oh, right, he yeah. took a load of laced um, uh, painkillers or um, uh, narcotics, and they, they were like kind of laced and fucked up. And he took too much of them anyway. And then it kind of like, with also everything else was in his system, kind of fucked him over, and he like mm. overdosed. But it was almost like he was troubled anyway. So yeah, yeah. people are claiming it as like suicide not suicide mm. tragedy-ish accident I think that's that's how I've taken it I've looking into it I like I agree I feel like there's more going on than he just suddenly decided to shoot himself in the yeah, head like, yeah I don't, I, don't, well, I don't know whether like the heroin got too much maybe or like the drugs mm. got too much or maybe there was more maybe there was it. a like, lot more going know. on like maybe his wife had like was doing some things that like had said some things to him or had like I don't know like had been involved not involved in terms of like had like killed him or paid to have someone kill him but it was just like i think it for all a lot of stuff going on as you say maybe like he did take a bit too much heroin whether yeah. he did that on purpose or whether he accidentally did it or whatever happened you don't and know, then do who knows how someone acts after on that, that mate, and how like heroin. someone who seems so unstable anyway you can see why something may have just spilled over the edge for him and that's uh, i think you know you, i don't want it to be to sort of like spoil that by being like it was a murder and all that i just think that's all a bit like it's just taking it all way too far i think you can look at some of these things and think it looked a little bit dodgy even if there was like someone else with him Mm. that sort of saw him do it panicked like cleaned it up a bit wiped the fingerprints off and like cleaned up a bit of blood and then left like he killed himself but like almost there was someone there or something like do you know what i mean something just something weird like that that adds another layer to that story and yeah. adds another little like there's something missing about it i don't think it's a massive mur- paid murder assassination conspiracy but yeah maybe just something else that was going on that, that we don't know that is sort yeah, of could, could explain that... away a lot of these things but yeah it's kind of it's a kind of fucked one like that one is so weird because it, mm. it is it is similar to the the whole like like not suicidey suicidey mm. where a lot of celebrities have died like that also being like amy winehouse mm. also being michael jackson also being you know all of these major celebrities oh, well all, like majority of the 27 club were all very mm. weird deaths where they're all very mm. very odd sort of things where you know it was suicide but it wasn't suicide it was murder mm. but it wasn't murder there's so many there's so much around it and i think with that one especially i find like i don't know whether i do believe it's murder no. in the same way that i don't believe that mac miller's death was a suicide no you know uh, like and there's a lot of conspiracy about both of them cases and yeah. i'm like i don't know whether i believe that yeah i think i'm like he like um kirk Cobain was obviously really fucked yeah like like as in in that time especially like mm. that split second when that trigger was pulled he was off his fucking swede mm. like no matter how how he was yeah, whether yeah someone yeah, yeah. did it to him or he did it or whatever happened yeah, yeah the yeah. fact is that he took enough heroin to kill a fucking bull and, yeah, yeah you know that as i said actually if anything that makes it weirder because you shouldn't be able to do anything at that point like literally he probably should have killed him anyway do you know what i mean like not being yeah, able, but yeah. like he was not that alone that amount of heroin in your system is something to be like that's that's crazy God, yeah. like, that's not good at all but yeah it's it's a deep one but i do think it's one that's almost worth thinking about and like looking up because it, there is a lot of like fact going around about stuff that was going on and yeah you know i as i say i really don't believe that his wife had him killed at all like that is just not that's just too far for me again it's yeah, yeah, taken yeah. into that more actual conspiracy theory like style of it but 
I do sort of see that there's a lot of things that seem quite difficult to explain in a normal way, and maybe yeah. there is something that people don't know that's that's gone on there. But yeah, I yeah, what are you saying? Bollocks or not bollocks? But you see, see midway. But if if the conspiracy theory is that he had been like murdered, as in someone paid to have him killed, I think bollocks. Yeah. In the sense of maybe there's something going on with his suicide that we don't know about. I think potentially. But overall, probably bollocks. But I would like to know how some of these things can be explained. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like you know I mean? to know. I'd, I'd almost like, 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 someone to really... Because a lot of these, like, investigations are in, like, the 90s. And, and I think now we're, like, 20 years later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, like, people can go back into it and, and sort it out. But, you know, you know who knows. But mainly bollocks, but mainly a little bollocks. bit of interest there for me. Yeah, I like. I'm the same. I think it's interesting, but I do think it's probably a waffle. Mm. I think I do think there is something there. I think, I think I believe parts of it in a sense of like there is some fact around it, mm. but majority I do think like it's probably waffle. Like, because as as a celebrity was gonna get picked up, these conspiracy, conspiracy theories always pick up the biggest at the time. Oh yeah, they? yeah, yeah, I mean? and it was a big deal at the time because they were one of the biggest bands in the world and. The lead okay. singer killed himself. People are gonna, people are gonna look straight into that and think, okay, well, what's actually gone on here? And that sort of stuff does take, you know, these private investigators probably made their career off like <laughs> making this sort of stuff, not making it up, but you know, running with it and being like, yeah, yeah. And they all wrote books and all that. And I'm like, ah, oh, like, you know, the Whole people just books. cashing in on that. Yeah, there's there's like several people that've written books about it, like who killed Kirk Bay and all that sort of stuff. Like, it's a big, big deal, and I get that. And like, a lot of it's probably stirred up for that fact. Because mm. it generates sort of interest, but I don't know. But yeah. we're claiming bollocks then, really. Overall, with a bit of with a bit of intrigue. I think in I think it's intrigue. I yeah. think it's intrigue. I think majority of it is waffle. Yeah. But I think it's intrigue. Okay. Yeah. Well, then what have you got for us then? Right. So my one's not as deep as that, <laughs> and a lot more far fetched. Bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't even say it. It's probably bollocks then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so let's set the scene. Mm-hmm. It's November the 9th, oh, God. 1966. The Beatles have finished recording. England have won the World Cup. England have won the World Cup. Beatles have finished recording at Abbey Road. Mm-hmm. Paul McCartney leaves in his car mm-hmm. and drives home. Okay. He then either dies in a car crash or, as one person wrote, uh, took his own mind or something like that. Blew his mind out was one of the quotes I read. Blew his mind out. Strange word in Star Wars. I couldn't tell whether that meant... One of the stories is basically Paul McCartney died in a car crash in 1966. Mm -hmm. And there's a partial story which I don't know too much about is that he killed himself. Not sure which one is the main theory, but I think it's mainly that he died in a car crash. So it all came out in 1969 when a bloke on the radio... um, he got a weird caller. Was like, he was like, yeah, play, uh, play Revolution Nine, the intro to it backwards. Play it back, play it backwards, play it backwards, and then kind of hung the phone up really weirdly. Mm. And this bloke was like on the radio, was like, yeah, go on then. And he's played it, and apparently they heard, "Turn me on, dead man." Turn me right. on, dead man. Was this in this introduction? If you played it backwards, mm-hmm. so this was where it all kind of stemmed from. The fucking Beatles fans grabbed it. Uh, conspiracy theories grab conspiracy theorists grab. Fuck, that was a mouthful. That was hard, wasn't it? That conspiracy one. theorists grabbed it and were like, Nailed "Yeah, he's it. fucking dead." You know, they've replaced <laughs> him. Yeah, they've replaced him. He died three, four years ago. Blah, 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 blah. They replaced him with someone else, and a perfect lookalike is who they replaced him with. Right. Okay, so there's some more there's some more like facts in quote for this. Uh, End of Strawberry Fields. John said I buried Paul. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, on the Abbey Road cover, apparently it looks like a funeral procession. So mm-hmm. John in his preacher outfit in an all white religious suit. Mm-hmm. You know, Ringo yeah, was is. in all black. He was the Undertaker. Yeah. The corpse who was Paul McCartney. Mm-hmm. He was barefoot and yeah. walking in that middle bit. And then the last, it was all in denim and it was George and he was the grave digger. Right. Okay. So, With you. on this album cover, mm-hmm. 
this would have been past the time that Paul McCartney would have been dead. Mm-hmm. And in the background, there's a beetle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it says 28 if. And this is the biggest, for me personally, where yeah. a massive trip up in this is because people go, yeah, yeah, 28 if. He would have been 28 if he was still alive. Whoa. Waffle. <laughs> right. Because he actually would have been 27. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. It's the main thing. So it's, it's not even fucking Andrew. bollocks. Yeah. Right. So, Maybe like he would have been turning 28 that year. Yeah, fucking hell. Clutch, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to help your conspiracy there. <laughs> Clutch a little bit further. Okay, anyway. So obviously he would have been dead at this point in this conspiracy. So everyone's like this lookalike as people have, you know, they've used him for so many things now. Like he's been singing, he's been, you know, writing the music, he's been playing in the live gigs, he's been in the covers and all that mm-hmm. shit. So they're also saying in this, Paul McCartney is a left-handed Mm-hmm. guitarsman writer everything is all left-handed but on this picture he's holding a cigarette in his right hand oh my right God. okay this <laughs> <laughs> i sort of like that though i <laughs> why would he be holding it in his right hand that is odd like i'm not saying that like proves anything obviously but like just a little bit strange behavior it is strange but also the idea was obviously to see the cigarette in the film the photo is taken from the right-hand oh, side right. of all their yeah, bodies. Yeah, so maybe it's just photographers said, like, swap hands. Yeah, or he's like, you know, he was holding a cigarette and just wanted it in in shot, in maybe. Because yeah, obviously, yeah. that period of time, what was it, 19... What, what would it have been? Late 60s, 60s early 70s. Late 60s, early 70s. So it was kind of cool to smoke, I guess. Oh, yeah. So it was almost like keeping it in shot, keeping it mm. focused and being seen as, like, the It Boys, I guess. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe. But this is... This is not where it gets. (laughs) This is not like the full, full thing. That lies doing my tits in. Mm. Um, This is not the full thing. There's more. On the Sgt. Pepper album cover, Paul McCartney apparently, allegedly, wears OPD Mm -hmm. on his arm, which people say stands for officially pronounced dead. (sighs) Well, mm, nah waffle um you're not quite were you convinced yet i'm not even remotely close to believing anything you've said all right all right so this might get you if the last lot hasn't got you <laughs> if the last lot has been yeah. clutching mm-hmm. listen to this so goo goo <laughs> yeah very famous beatles song goo goo jube is what Humpty Dumpty says in James Joyce Finnegar's uh, Finnegar's Wake or whatever it is, the uh, James Joyce book. Really. It's what Humpty Dumpty says. It's what Humpty Dumpty says when he fatally falls to his death. Humpty Dumpty is an egg, but it's what he says. <laughs> he says what? Say again. Goo goo jube. <laughs> goo goo jube. Goo goo jube, which is incredibly similar similar to goo goo bajoo. Is it or is it not? I mean, yeah. Well, there you go. There's also, the, if you, you know, this yeah. isn't, we're not quite done yet. Obviously, the word walrus is iconic in the Beatles. I'm the walrus. Yep. Yep. Massive. Got it. Who's one of the main singers in that song? Paul McCartney. He is indeed. Yeah. What does walrus stand for in Scandinavian? <laughs> stands for corpse. <laughs> Apparently. I'm not Scandinavian. <laughs> I was going to say, can so you I've prove that? I've got a fucking clue. <laughs> <laughs> I read it, yeah. So um, I was flicking through different bits and bobs, also doing a bit of research for this. And apparently the people that have written about this conspiracy theory claimed it was Greek. <laughs> well, it's, it's not. not. Then someone was like, it's Scandinavian. So personally, if any, we do have any Scandinavian fans... Um, could you <laughs> let let us know whether Walrus does actually stand for corpse? Uh, I don't know. No. Um, but apparently it does. So or if someone am... could just Google Translate it for us. And yeah, 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 well. yeah. <laughs> someone do something for us. Yeah. Um, so, like, basically they're saying that because he sings majority of that song, I am the Walrus, mm. he's saying, I am the corpse, or I am corpse. Okay, so is this the end of your evidence for, <laughs> for this argument? Yeah. I have some questions. Yeah, go on then. Now, I want you to try and answer these questions. 
As a, I'll, I'll answer as a conspiracy theorist. As a conspiracy theorist, right. fucking death by death. Uh, okay, so why is my first question. Why what? Why, like, not why bother, but like, let's say Paul McCartney dies in a car crash. Yeah. 99.9, in fact, 100% of the time, in real life, what happens is, he's dead. Who finds out this information, manages to cover it up, and goes, you know what we're going to do? We're going to get a replacement and carry on as, as usual. Why not just say he's dead? See, this is, see, I think that's one of the easier answers. Tom. That's one of the easier questions to answer. Money. Because money, and also, they were the most iconic band, the most, like, the most game-changing band there has ever been. Mm. You know, how they changed the music industry from the 60s to the late 70s was absurd. Yeah. And there's no no one in compa- comparison. They're the biggest band either. of all time. Yeah, literally. Yeah. There's no one in comparison to how they altered music apart from mm-hmm. Bowie and Prince. Yeah. There's no one anywhere near apart mm-hmm. from them two. So if you think about it from a financial standpoint or from a, like, from a, like, gains or, like, things like that, like, they were still only, like, two, three albums in by this point. Mm-hmm. They weren't. Because it was before you see, Sgt. Pepper, it was before yeah. Abbey Road, it was before all of these. Mm-hmm. They still had shitloads of music already recorded. Who the fuck was going to perform it if Paul was dead? I understand all that, but like, if you died, it would probably be economically beneficial for me if you weren't dead. But you'd be dead. So like you have to like do you know what I mean? I get that. I get that. But like, yeah, but I still not- don't see that reasoning leading directly into all of them agreeing that they're just going to continue their entire life feeling that he's still alive but we're not the Beatles Joe no well I mean we're not far off we're getting <laughs> hundred podcasts <laughs> hundred plays the last one already <laughs> on to our heads <laughs> um, so yeah 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 also okay right follow up question okay so we're saying you're probably going to have to sort this all out pretty sharpish right yeah before anyone quick. noticed that the bloke's dead yeah 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 really quick how like, do you go about finding an exact replica of Paul McCartney. I bet there's some decent lookalikes. Right, that. but how? So you put an ad- advert saying we're looking for a Paul McCartney lookalike. Would that not be a suspicious thing to happen at the time? No. Right. Because how many? How um, so? Are you to do what? That... And then and then so you then right. So what you've done now? Let's say okay, that worked. We've put an advert out at this time, which means it's probably in like a bloody newspaper on the radio, right? Someone's yeah. looking for a Paul McCartney lookalike. Call his number. Bloke rings it. They set up a meeting with him. Guy walks in, looks just like Paul McCartney, right? Yeah. You you say to this man, Paul McCartney's dead. We're going to need you to pretend to be him for the rest of your life. How much are you going to pay me? And he goes, yes. Yes. I mean, would you all not, of that. Would you not want to be Paul McCartney? I mean, I would, but I mean... Well, like, there you go. <laughs> no, but like, so this man's probably got like a family. That like, So what happens to that man anyway? Surely then an, a different man disappears off the face of the earth. Yeah. Dies. Dies. Right. And then they bury... I'd like you to research. Okay. So then they bury the other... They bury the real Paul McCartney in the space at the other man's like. funeral. Right. Can you please research if any Paul McCartney lookalikes died around the same time as this is claimed to be? I'm going to go with no. <laughs> I can't imagine the death records had... In 1960, they probably didn't have their occupation as a Paul McCartney lookalike. Well, this is what I'm saying. It feels a bit... Uh... I, I rate, if if it was... If, you know, you, they were going to do it, they'd do it as if they were looking for a Paul McCartney lookalike to come play at a party. Right. And they took interviews because it's going to be quite a big party. <laughs> yeah. And they went, fucking hell, you really look like Paul McCartney here. Mm. There must be photos going around of people that are pretending to be Paul McCartney and all that jazz. Right. Okay, so even then, right, even after all this, why would they then drop what are essentially hints in their albums and on the front cover of their albums? And if you play their album backwards... Little teasers, mate. If they were trying to... if Let's say all of this has come true. The fan of Paul McCartney look like. They've convinced the man to pretend to be Paul McCartney. They've managed to swap the bodies of the, re- of the fake one and the, and the real one. They then go, do you know what we'll do? Is we'll give it up. And we'll, 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 we'll tease that he's dead on the front cover of one of the biggest albums of all time. 
We'll make it so that if you play our record backwards, they're saying all these things like Paul McCartney's still alive. I just like that to me is the most illogical. Then surely you'd just be like, we'll just probably keep quiet about Paul for a bit, shall we? And like just keep him a bit like chilled, so people don't realise that he's dead. Yeah, I do. I do agree. I do, <laughs> I do agree. I have Good. to admit, I think that is that is where this this does seem to fall. <laughs> this is one of the hurdles. I do think one of the hurdles. Yeah. I just think that. Yeah, yeah, it's a, such a strange thing because, like, even John Lennon came on later that you know at the end of Strawberry Fields when he says I buried Paul, mm. um, he later claimed like some people say that he says cranberry sauce in the actual lyric, but also like at the end when he does like say I buried Paul, yeah, he's saying that I buried Paul in the sense of like his guitar and his singing and that just yeah, buried yeah. Paul's guitar and his yeah yeah you know, just like just, just like buried Paul, like, like buried yeah. him like be, like almost buried him like behind his music so they yeah, weren't gonna yeah, be able yeah. to hear Paul in that take so and obviously it was obviously the best take that was going yeah yeah so I guess and it's just know, sort of funny isn't it like you leave that sort of stuff in like yeah yeah and also it probably was the best take and it almost it's almost a bit of a skit in it yeah, yeah exactly like it's that sort of added element but the backwards yeah. things I think are big cl- big clutches yeah but have you done it I've listened to it backwards I've not personally put no. my record player on back like backwards and listened to the album you know because I don't give that much of a shit I don't think my record player can't do it anyway I don't even know how you make a record player play a record backwards mm. Well, you just reverse it. What? Well, it's just you turn the spin round, don't you? Yeah, you I don't know if you button? can. No. Oh, lol. There might be a way, Shit but there's no button. Player. Yeah, well, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not very good, actually, but it can't... I mean, there's no reason to. Like, yeah, why would you even need true. that? Well, I had to rewind it. <laughs> yeah, that is how records work, Elliot. You're right. You've <laughs> yeah, got to rewind them. Yep. Um, yeah, no, I just... Yeah, yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not taken by this one. Well, right, so that's good, because it, <laughs> it was your one, but that's fine. No, I mean, I don't, I hope I don't even have to ask you, but we're, we're going bollocks. No. No. Yeah. Truth. Die hard. Fact. Yeah. <laughs> Fact. If, 100%. If you see a Paul McCartney's dead blog pop up, then you know who's writing it. It's me. Is right? <laughs> it, is, it is I, Elliot <laughs> Yeah. I've written it. No, uh, yeah, no, waffle, very far-fetched. Waffle. It's like the old um, Rihanna and Illuminati things. Yeah. It's all a bit fucking waffle. It's funny, and yeah, like I said, it is funny and like interesting to read about it, and I do love how like seriously a lot of those uh, conspiracy theorists like build arguments like that to like yeah, really yeah. genuinely try and like force down people that like this is what I believe I find that's mad but like really I, th- I think it, it, it it's crazy to me that people genuinely believe that like that people genuinely it's like flat earthing and all that sort of stuff I just can't I can't, can't get my head around, around it that. I can't like, get my head around it because it's like you're clutching on a record being played backwards mm. a few little hints in quotes yeah on the on the album covers like i'd love to get someone in here that genuinely diehard believes this stuff and ask them the same sort of questions i've asked you and see how like how they could possibly respond to that being possible and no one ever leaking it or finding it out or what and i mean i'd love to just get someone that like can really defend it because it's like yeah i'm like that with um gun laws in america Mm. I'd love to listen to someone talk about that. Yeah. Really like actually would. ask people on it. Yeah. So it's just one of them things where, like, you know, I, Gun Laws probably has a little bit more backing up for than Paul McCartney really being I mean, dead. I don't like, think that's a fair comparison. To be no, I don't, yeah, it's probably not. But in the same sense, it's like people that are very strongly about that, like, it's such a weird thing because it's such a phenom- phenomena, ph- phenomenon, he's trying to say. Fuck. He's trying to say phenomenon. Oh my god, I can't talk. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, no, I get you. That I don't understand. Yeah, Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I don't get. I don't quite, can't quite get my head around it. So, mm. like, to listen to it and to read about it, I, I find it so fucking fascinating yeah. that people sit oh, there sure. and they've dedicated specific amount of times. Like, you know, I dedicate a little bit of time to reading it and listening to it, mm. but to like, be writing like and finding life. the hints to, yeah, like, yeah. you know, you sit down. Do you write on a Sunday afternoon? They go. Yeah, love, I'm just going to go to the study. I'm going to start... Um, I found some more research on that Paul McCartney's really dead. Yeah, there's something new coming through. Something new's coming through. <laughs> I've realised, I've realised that, that if you look at the wing mirror, it's on backwards <laughs> and facing the wrong way, which shows that 
his shoes are buried with him. Wow. That was good. Off the top of your head, that was quite impressive. Thank you. It's the improv yeah. classes we've been doing. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, I feel like we should probably pull it back towards indie music. Yes, we As is should. the point of the podcast. Yeah. Uh, I mean, interesting little topic i thought yeah, good. yeah it's good it fun nice. to talk about it is, it is. And, especially uh, when there's fuck all going on in the industry at the minute yeah yeah the old a little bit of interest but yes let us know what you think if you do have any conspiracy theories that you want us to chat through with us we'd love to talk to people about them because we do find them really fun yeah. and interesting stuff. and also if you want us to hear us do like another episode and we find some more yeah yeah maybe go if a little bit it. further a bit more clutched if you yeah. hated it and you thought it was really boring then also tell us because we won't do it again but don't tell us on the apple podcast no us on instagram please. leave five stars and then DM us and be like, don't do that again. <laughs> yes, <laughs> That's <please>. fine. <laughs> yeah. uh, have you got a new new release for us then now? Yeah, I do actually. Go on. Um, so the new release this week is by a band called Combat, who actually only popped up on my timeline a couple of days ago when I was fiddling through Discover on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I was having a little gander and, you know, it, it caught me. The, my eyes got caught because the actual track sounds so good but the person on it looks about 12. Mm. Like, it's a very similar scenario to, like, the whole full colour thing. Yeah, it's yeah. It's like, he looks so much younger. Yeah, I think for us, because we're, like, 20, 21, and you start realising that a lot of these bands are, like, 16, 17. And yeah, like you sort yeah, of, like, yeah. you like, they look like children, and you're like, oh, they sort of are. Like, like compared to, like, are. we feel young, but, like, they're actually, like, a good couple of years younger. It's insane. Yeah, so uh, the new release is... Take It or Leave It by Combat. And they're a Nottingham band who kind of like try and make sure their sound sounds very DIY. Um, but it's like, for me, I, I enjoyed it quite a lot because like the actual raspiness of his vocals and it's almost a bit shouty, which mm. made it feel a bit like um, Shaker Maker, Liam Gallagher. Mm. Or like um, that era. Yeah, yeah. You know, when they, you know, the early sort of tracks where he was still trying to find his voice per yeah, se. Almost like, like the Oasis demos almost like where they yeah. were like first sending them off. Yeah, and he was so shouty. It's that sort of thing. It's, you know, it's very typical in uh, typical northern indie. Like, mm. it's very typical northern vibes. But, you know, I think this lad, like, they only they only made the band in, they only made the band in um, 2019. Like, they're, yeah. they're a fresh, fresh band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the fact that they kind of focus themselves, all of the tracks they released like released last year they mastered produced and mixed all of them themselves yeah like it's all that DIY amazing. yeah so good for how young they look as well so I don't know they could be 20 and yeah, be like yeah. me and have a baby face but you know I just think his his voice has like a lot of room for growth oh, the but vocals also on starts the, really song. well so good yeah and it has the it has the introduction in the same way that it should sound in a sense of like it doesn't all come at once it has that mm. gradual building in of different different um like instruments as it comes through yeah and gets almost like progressively louder and more mm. hectic and then he comes in with his raspy vocals and you're just like this does sound like something that could have been released in the 90s yeah. that like and it wouldn't have seemed out of place yeah the energy that they generate like yeah. when it gets towards the actual chorus is like oh my like you you don't really notice it's not like a sudden burst of energy but it's like by the time they get into it and they're going like full glunt, guns blazing. Guns yeah, blazing. Guns blazing. <laughs> well, we're both struggling. Aren't we? <laughs> uh, it does sound so good. It's like a proper, as you say, like nineties rock and roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's got a good anthem. feel to it. it. Just it does have a really good feel to it. I did really enjoy that, and they've got quite a few songs out now. Like they yeah, released yeah. like three or four in twenty nineteen as well, and they are they're all pretty good. So yeah, they've got another one coming out thirtieth. Uh, yeah, what I, I saw, saw on their what I saw on their instagram mm. um and that looks like it's gonna be pretty sick yeah sounds like he's gonna have a good good vibe to it again but yeah so that's more that's my release what's your saying so mine is one that we're both aware of i think and it's a new single from baby lung yes who we're a little bit biased because they're a northampton band but i don't think it's fair to say that it's biased because they are really 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 good so i think it's fair but they are a northampton band they're an indie soul quartet um, and they essentially sort of try and merge the the worlds of like indie rock and then like sixties soul and jazz. Fuck man. And like yeah, put them together. Sick. And this new single that they've released, um, called Sober Minds, is just like they've really hit the nail on the head of that combination of genres. Mm. Like 
they've done it so so well and like they had an ep out and it sort of it did this combination but for me it felt i i mean i personally absolutely loved it and that falling song is one of my favorite songs and i've literally got that t-shirt on now like i'm a little bit of a fanboy already but i could see why maybe they didn't quite hit it for everyone it felt maybe like if you like jazz it wasn't quite jazzy enough and if you liked rock there was sort of too much jazz in it and they sort of weren't quite hitting both sort of instead of it merging the two genres it was sort of like not quite hitting either yeah and i mean it did for me but i could sort of roughly see where that was coming from but this new one is like they've perfectly instilled both of these genres together Mm. like it's really subtle and i'm not a big listener of jazz i know you are more than me um but like i really love the jazz elements that they have in it and that sort of like soul pacing to the song yeah is unreal and it's almost like it's like an indie rock song and then like the, it comes up the c section and it's like a jazz solo yeah, like, yeah, yeah i'm not gonna try and guess what the instruments are but it's literally like all of a sudden it's like just jazz comes into it did you say c section yeah i said c section <laughs> I used, and I, we, we were talking about C-sections the other night, so you know what one is as well. I do now. But, okay, so C-section, the little bit like after the like second chorus, it's not really a verse, but it's like yeah, a little sort bit of like actually. a half verse almost, like it just a little bit changes it up. And instead of having like just a couple of lines or like a little verse, it just basically does like a jazz solo. Yeah, yeah. So it's like after the second chorus, then it just goes into the chorus again for the third time. But it sounds so, so good. And his voice is almost like... It's almost like a grungier way of singing in this compared yeah. to some of their other songs. So it's like it's like indie rock with a bit of a grungy voice, but then a jazz solo I towards the end. Band. You know, and you're like, you're just listening to it, and I'm like, this yeah. is incredible. And no one else is doing this. Yeah. And I... that's one thing that I think is so impressive in the industry at the moment. Mm. There's so, so, so many good bands. To have something where you listen to it and you're like, I don't know anyone else who could pull this off or anyone else that's doing this. Gotcha. And that that to me is so impressive. And as good as their EP was, I feel like it was almost like they had to experiment with it. A bit like I was talking about Reclaim Vienna last week. Like when you're doing something that's so different and so experimental, you've almost got to churn some songs out mm. to find your feet. And then now it's like they release a song, and I was like, that's it. Mm. How so minds is the balance of jazz to rock, the the way that it all like goes. It's just for me that's. It's their best yet. Yeah, I I do like the single. Uh, mm. The single is very good, but it's for me that saxophone in Falling mm. fucking kills it. Like I I am a massive jazz fan, always yeah. have been, and I've I you know I love John Coltrane, who's yeah. you know the man, and you know the way they play that jazz and the way they bring it involved with it is almost like it's in the same way that Scar brings the saxophone in mm. in, a, in the sense of it doesn't seem out of place. Yeah, exactly, yeah. You know, it doesn't seem out of place at all. So, mm. like, when, when you know, you're listening to it, it starts off quite slow with this, you know, well, falling on, on about yeah, uh, yeah. that EP that was in the playlist last week. I thought that the saxophone in that, Mm. for me was the perfect amount of saxophone yeah, yeah only because i like you're jazz a jazz fan and yeah. indie rock yeah so like i can see what you mean by how they they couldn't find that split but now in this new track they've found that nice split mm. for me is it makes it more indie rock yeah than it does jazz yeah because yeah jazz is so so specific and so like or like even if you say blues i guess is what it more is mm. you know it's not quite bluesy enough to be blues yeah, and, it yeah, is, yeah. and it is indie rock this new track mm. so i can see why it'll appeal massively but yeah. also they're a fucking northampton boys so up the boys. yeah so up the boys and that's like everyone needs to go out and back them because they deserve it and yeah for sure they they're literally on that ep there's lyrics about going out on bridge street and i'm like <laughs> you know it's so nice and like one of the songs is shoe town blues yeah and yeah, i love yeah. that like because it is like shoe town northampton and i just think like I don't know, I think maybe it does, it, like, bolsters that experience for us because we get all those mm, references. Gotcha. But, like, yeah, they, like, they are really, really good and one of the best bands from around us. And, yeah, I think they're, it's a top, top new single, so it's exciting to see where they go with it next. But I think this is their best yet. So Absolutely. Up, Absolutely. What about the what about your band? band? My band. So my band this week are a small band, but they've been really, like, popping up on Twitter and stuff at the moment. And mm. uh, they had a new release not long ago. And... I'm going to pronounce it the Veras. It's V-E-R-A-S. They can probably correct us and say it's like the Veras or 
Veras or I don't know. I'm gonna say Veras, um, but please do correct me if I'm wrong. So I've got no idea. Um, I think they're from London, but again, they have very little information on their like Spotify and social medias in terms of where they're from. But I've gathered that I think they're from London. But um, they're really, really good, and again, are doing something like completely different to anything else I've seen. Yeah. Um, and they released a single Paper Cup Telephones a couple of weeks ago. That was it was one of our track of the days, and it's a really, really good song. And it meant like I sort of delved into all their other songs and it's like almost like each song is from like a different decade and has yeah, like a yeah. different inspiration um so it's like paper cup telephones is like an old beatles like 50s 60s hit and then seven and nines is like bouncy sing along uh other guys some other guys has like 70s bowie vibes and all that mm. and like each song i'm like there's different vibes but all of them you can tell come from the same band yeah, yeah, like yeah, they're yeah. not like trying to emulate loads of different decades. They're just you can just see they've almost taken right. This is going to be inspiration for this song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they do a Vera song, but from that inspiration, and that's led to them having like five songs now that are all really, really good, but all really, really different. Yeah, yeah. But I think that just shows such a like range, range in in their songwriting, in their ability, in the singing, and all that sort of stuff. Um. So yeah, I I just think they're really really good, and that new single is really good. And I think to have such, they said to have a they have a lot of like fifties influence and that, and I think that's really interesting. Mm. Um, and I think that really does come through. Like that paper cup telephones could be a song from the fifties, but it's mm. just had that like modern almost. It's almost like a remastered song from like the fifties. Like, if you took it and then sort of just dabbled with it in the modern times, and that's what it come out as. Yeah, and I think it sounds really good, and it's like they've they sold it on seven inch, and it's actually now sold out, and I didn't get one. I'm really gutted. I was gonna get one, but um, I just haven't yet, and I was waiting for some money to come in, and then I checked earlier, and they're sold out, so I'm really gutted. But um, I just think that's sick as well because it's like the song's not even got a thousand streams on Spotify. Yeah, yeah, and yet they've released a seven inch of a B side on it, and I think that that's such a cool thing to be doing. Like they're just, okay. and then they've got a really cool website and all this sort of stuff. I just think they're they're really like nailing it. Mm. And they keep popping up on Twitter, and I was like, "Yeah, let's check them out." And then actually, they're really, really good. Yeah, um, I um, yeah, I think they're sick. I like their. Mm. The thing for me with them is like the fact that they're so Bowie esque, and I fucking love Bowie, mm-hmm. but also they feel a bit Johnny Cashy. Yeah. Sort of. Oh, it it's that I can't quite describe it. It's almost American rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah. cross with the uk 80s Britpop, yeah and would be how i'd describe them because it is that strange eclectic mix that's creates their own fucking genre yeah. around it i guess that's so timely mm. that i feel almost when listening to that i should be you know back in like back a few years yeah you know i mean i don't i don't feel like it's come from this era and mm. i think that's brilliant because so there's only from them eras there is only a certain music catalogue you can get mm. so the fact that you can then re-emulate some of the stuff that's been said and some of the stuff that's been done in them in the past mm. and the way they wrote the songs and do it in a similar way and still manage to put your own spin on it yeah I think that's the thing like sick. it's not just emulating it it's taking it and just doing their own thing with it and I literally like I completely agree I wrote down with it that like it's the sort of thing I could see like my grandparents going out dancing to yeah, yeah. I mean that's all like of that era and going out and having a dance and yet it it fits us like our era really well now like they've almost yeah. taken that and done their own thing with it and made it modern but held on to the inspiration so i think it's it's a really impressive thing to do and i've not heard anyone else do it as well as they have recently so, yeah and uh, as i said like all their songs have like less than a thousand streams and people, really yeah people need to get on it because they're gonna they're gonna hit one song i think that's gonna blow it up yeah, and then people it. will go back and realize how good they are they do just need that little bit of a maybe just one song that maybe is a bit more I don't know maybe a little bit more modern just to get people in but obviously you don't have to stop what they're doing because it's brilliant so yeah but, I think eventually if you're if you're producing good enough content and you're producing good are. enough shit you are going to have someone pick you up for the so. talent that you are because actually end of the day you listen to some of the shit that's on the radio nowadays mm. And they've been picked up. Oh yeah. Do you know what I mean how? how it, it's the whole me, point it, of this, really, isn't it? But, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it is absolutely. I'm. You know, we do this mainly because we like chit chat about yeah. the old, about the industry, but also in the same way, like we used to sit in the pub and do this. Mm. You know, we used to sit here and just bring yeah. bands like mine this week. I um. Do you know how I found these? Gone. So, 
I'm always looking for new bands and I'm starting mm-hmm. to run out of ways to look for new bands because Apple Music, the suggested at the bottom is fucking shit. Yeah. It is wank. And you Spotify get some, is much better. Yeah, Spotify is much better for the music, but Apple's is, Apple, I find, is much better for other content. Mm-hmm. So, like, I like, it's a different, different story, but, like, Spotify does give you so much more information about that single band, but then Apple Music has so many things that are just Apple Music. Yeah, I get you. Do you know what I mean like yeah, yeah, yeah. so many different bits of bobs? But anyway, anywho, so I was struggling to find new bands this week and was like, don't know. I feel like I just kind of run on a dry track, and I was like, fuck, I know what I'll do. I'll just go into the uh, uh, cover sets who we were spoken about a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. I went into people they followed. Oh, right, interesting. So I like had a little gander through, and I was flicking through, and I was like, fuck, let's have a look. Henderson Band One is their Instagram. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. and I picked it up and I was like I'll give these a listen actually they look like they kind of know what they're doing and you know for cover sets to follow them they must have a yeah, they yeah. either know each other or they've got really decent content like they're yeah, really sure. good at what they do and they are I don't know whether they do know each other but they are really fucking good they're at what they really do really good so it's Henderson it's just just the like almost if it's a last name um, is, the, is the title of the band and they only have 161 monthly listeners. Yeah, which is insane. Which is stupid. Which yeah. is stupid. Like, that is... That's, like, tiny. Oh. But also, their tracks are incredible. Like, uh, this this new one they released, you know, they, they've shown their they've shown their range um, from their first EP, which had animals on it. Uh, oh, I think the EP was called uh, Skin on Skin or... Yeah, yeah. Something like that. A couple of years ago, weren't it, that one? Yeah, yeah, they released it in 2018. Mm-hmm. Um... And that that track is very there, you know, especially animals specifically is so slow and quite melodic, and you know, it's got a bit more, I guess, ballad like. Yeah, would be how I describe it. But like, Field and Mist is one of them. Oh, such a good song. Their most recent release at the minute, mm-hmm. and that is fucking. Sick. It's a really good song. Yeah, like it for me, they remind me of the type of band like. Because we be, we go 42 sometimes, like, in mm. Manchester. It's that type of song that would come on there and wouldn't seem out of place. Yeah, like, yeah. It sounds, it sounds so almost typical indie, but in their own spin. It's not, you know, we talk about a lot of alternative bands on this on this podcast, but as, as well as the traditional northern indie bands. But mm. this Field of Mist is one of them tracks that I listened to and was like, yeah, yeah, fair play, boys. It was the yeah. one where, like, I, when you put it on, the, my first thought was, like, I'm jealous that you found it and not me. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, yeah. this is so good and they're so small. Yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, like, <laughs> why didn't I find these? Because, like, that song is just, like, it's incredible. Yeah. It's really, really good. Yeah, it's like, it almost feels familiar as soon as you put it yeah. on. Yeah. It feels familiar and it has that, I don't know, I can't I can't explain how, because how, when I listen to it, I was just like... I, I almost know this song yeah and yeah. i haven't listened to it like i already yeah. i almost know i almost know it and it's that it feels familiar it feels homely i guess yeah. because of the music that we listen to like i love i love that type of music so mm. when i put them on and i was like yeah fair fucks the boys like mm. for a band so little to make something of that high production and that you know that quality fair play yeah unbelievable and maybe with a little bit it seems of like I know that song's got a couple more streams than some of their others as well. Like hopefully, yeah, that quality will carry them and get them some traction and see like with a few more followers and a little bit more production what they could produce could be. I mean, sky's the limit. It's literally unreal because that yeah, song is so so good. So so good, so good. And if you know if they're listening and they come through and they want to get they want to chat on here because I'd love to speak to them. Yeah, me too. I really want because I want to know the artistic process with that because how you can go from something so different like animals to mm. this new track where the where the difference went in these two years like mm. whether it's just a difference of influence or whatnot but that progression for me just yeah shows such a talented group of lads for sure definitely definitely cool. right well lads i think that's it i think we've done it's a pretty long running time actually so just probably wrap it up yeah probably should if you're still here fucking well done yeah cheers cheers really really appreciate you listening and yeah. uh, if this one gets anything like the spot of our last one then we're so grateful we really are yeah. and as i said earlier if you, if you are new or you've only listened to the last one, or this was your first one, then please do drop us follows on Twitter and Instagram, get involved, speak to us. We love to, you know, even if it's just sending us some new music, any feedback, anything about discussions. If you are one of the bands that we've spoken about, we'd love to speak to you, we'd love to get you on and speak to you more in depth about everything. And yeah, just engage with us because we're always on it, we're always replying. So Yeah, gotcha. And we're like, we're, 
you know, the studio is pretty much done now. We've got a few final adjustments to make and we can start having guests in yeah. once the social distancing allow. I don't know what the rules are now. They're all a bit vague. But mm. anyway, well, once it all happens, we'd love yeah, to yeah. get people no, in and get people involved coming. for sure, for sure. Yeah. But if you have made it this far, please leave a fucking rating. Mm. Helps us it so helps much. Helps us so much. Like even we had a big push last week on it and tried to get some ratings in. And we've already been promoted through into the um, top music commentary podcasts mm-hmm. on Apple Podcasts, and as well as being involved in the um, uh, like the new category, for yeah, music top genre. new music shows we've yeah. been in as well over the last couple of weeks, which is sick. And I think if you if we do have a few people listening because of that, then let us know because we'd love to know if that's actually helped us. But it feels like it has. So if you do drop a rating, that helps us so much. But yeah, anything, sure. a follow on social media, like or. Just let us know you listened and you thought it was alright. It means a lot. So Yeah. Anyway, boys. Peace.